I'm Seaver with Rockstar Interviews for WDRV, 97.1 FM, The Drive, Chicago's classic rock. The only way Boston, the band Boston, is able to keep going on is because probably the only person who can bring the voice to the songs made famous by the late, great Brad Delp is doing just that. Tommy DiCarlo, the singer of Boston, it is really great talking to you, man. Steve, how are you? Thank you for that compliment, by the way. That's fantastic. I appreciate that. Of course. Uh, now, you have an amazing story of how Tom Scholes of Boston found you, realizing, hey, maybe the band can go on after all. You went from working at Home Depot to standing on stage singing to thousands. Take us on that rocket ride. How did it happen? Well, of course, back in 2007, after the uh, unfortunate suicide of uh, Boston lead singer Brad Delp, my daughter suggested that I post a couple of uh, cover Boston cover songs on a MySpace page. I had no idea what MySpace was actually back then, but so she went ahead and set that up for me, and uh, I posted a couple of covers, Boston covers, and it was really just uh, as a tribute to uh, Brad Delp and the band Boston. Never thinking in a million years anything would ever come of it, but uh, uh, those recordings actually found their way to Tom Scholes. Uh, of course, Tom is the founding member of the band Boston. And uh, shortly thereafter, I received a phone call and an invite to come and sing at the uh, Brad Delp Tribute Show that August. Honestly, Steve, I thought that would be the end of it. I was thrilled uh, just to get that opportunity. And then after that show, Tom had called me and asked me if I wanted to tour the following summer, which uh, I was certainly, you know, excited about. And uh, the funny thing was, you mentioned Home Depot. Yes, I was working at Home Depot at the time. And uh, during that uh, during that time after the tribute show, I was actually flying up to Boston uh, for rehearsals, but I couldn't really tell anybody that because uh, Tom asked me to kind of keep it on the down low, so I did. And on weekends, I would be going up to Boston to rehearse for a summer tour and uh nobody nobody had any clue that i was doing that at my job so it was kind of a pretty funny story but oh that's great that's how that that's how that happened that's yeah. just a great story yeah you're at home depot you got the uh you got the orange you know apron on and then <laughs> you who would know that you're uh, flying up to boston to rehearse for a tour now let's just go back to the the original show where you did the tribute to brad on stage in, uh, in in Boston. Now that show you had very little prep time for. Matter of fact, maybe uh, maybe a couple of weeks, if that. Yeah, that was uh, the first time that I had ever taken the stage with a band. Uh, Boston's actually the first band I've ever been in, so uh, it was um, you know it was a learning experience. I mean, it was like on the job training right there because I've yeah. never done it before. You were auditioning in front of forty five hundred people. Yeah, <laughs> as it yeah, turns that out, was, that was... <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So you you, uh, you credit Brad Delp with being your vocal coach, the, the vocal coach you never met. Yeah, over the years, I became uh, such a fan of, of Boston, especially at a young age, and um, particularly that of Brad's voice. And um, so as I learned to sing, I learned to sing singing to the Boston album, the debut album. You know, I guess it's uh, the best analogy I could give you would be like a little leaguer that, uh, you know, maybe wants to swing the bat or throw the ball like his favorite player. And and once you do it at such a young age, it becomes second nature to continue to, to play that way. 
And um, and that's how it was for me as singing to Brad's voice. I mm-hmm. just kind of came accustomed to singing along to his voice. And I was never, I guess maybe at a very young age, I wanted to sing like him. But then as I became, um, you know, a little more in tune to singing, I, I whenever I would sing, I would just naturally go in that direction and my voice would go right there. And uh, so it really wasn't something I was trying to do. I just, that's how I learned how to sing. So I, I actually did get an opportunity to tell Brad that at oh, a concert. You, you met Brad. Back in, yeah. Yeah. 90, I think it was 97. And they came to the USF Sundome in Tampa. And that's where I was living at the time. And after the show, I, uh, I kind of snuck around the back of the venue and uh, I saw the tour buses, and and out came Brad, and wow. I yelled his name out, and he literally put a duffel bag on the back of his uh, on the back of the car, and he walked about uh, thirty yards straight towards me, and I shook his hand, and uh, I got to tell him, you know, thank him for you know being uh, such an inspiration to me as a as a singer, and uh, I'll never forget that just meant the world to him, and. Of course, neither little did neither of us know at that point in time the connection we would both share a little later on. Right, right. Now, I'd heard, uh, and myself, I've never met Brad. I've been in radio for a long time. You'd think that we have would have crossed paths at some point, but I know people who spent time with Brad, and he uh, they, they say the same thing that you do, that he is very approachable. He will spend time with you almost to the point where you're like, wow, I'm sitting here talking to a rock star, and he actually <laughs> seems to enjoy my company. This is crazy. I know. I know. That's exactly how I felt that day. Yeah. What a what a what a blessing it was. I never thought during the show that I was going to get to see him after the show. I mean, so, and then I kind of had nosebleed seats at the show because I couldn't afford the front <laughs> the front <laughs> seats. But you know, it's funny because uh, later on, you know, once I be, became a, a member of the band and Tom Scholes gave me that opportunity. Needless <laughs> to say, my seat got much better. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me get to to, to some of the things that uh, the Tom Scholes of Boston, the mastermind of Boston, has uh, said about you. He's he's quoted as saying, "I haven't heard anyone else sing like that in 35 years." He also says, "Brad was the best male studio singer I've ever heard," and Tommy Tommy DeCarlo, you the the best male stage singer I've ever heard. How much input from Tom Scholes was there with your development uh, as a singer for Boston? You know, I got to tell you, Tom was uh, is extremely easy to work with and work for. He's, uh, um, you know, he, he definitely does a lot when it comes to touring with the band. I mean, the rehearsals are intense and, uh, you know, we all bring our A game to rehearsals and, um, and including Tom. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got to tell you, vocally... Tom has never once given me any direction other than when we were in the studio recording the Life, Love, and Hope album. But Tom basically gave me the opportunity just to sing. And uh, I cannot recall one time that Tom ever asked me to sing a little differently. He never asked. Someone said, geez, I wonder if they asked him to sound like Brad Dell. Well, no, he never did. As a matter of fact, that was something that never happened. Tom was just, uh, you know, generous enough to allow me just to sing. And, you know, never once did he ask me to do anything special other than, other than sing. So oh. 
it's it's not quite the glamorous uh, answer you're probably looking for. No, no, no. I, I think it's yeah. a wonder. I think it's a wonderful answer. He allows you to be, you know, an artist. He doesn't want you to be a clone. He he allows you to interpret. Uh, That's right. It, I think it's right. I think it's wonderful. I I love that. As a matter of fact, Steve, there were times on that first tour that people would say, "Well, you know, Tommy, he grew out a goatee. I I bet you." Tom and the band asked him to look a little bit more like Fred. It never happened. Never. never uh, happened. Okay. Well, all, <laughs> all of this, um, Tommy, brings us to you, uh, Tommy DiCarlo, singing all the Boston songs that everyone knows the words to, and Rudy Cardenas, uh, who found fame on American Idol, singing all the Journey hits on December 18th, which is a Saturday night, you will be performing at the Rosemont Theater. Tell us about your show, your band. Uh, try and set the scene for us. I see you grabbed a couple of Dennis DeYoung's people to accompany you for, and I know a lot of people love uh, Dennis DeYoung around here, of course. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, our show, the one thing that's unique about our show, it, it is one band with uh, two different singers. Uh, like you say, Rudy Cardenas, he opens up the show with the music of Journey. And uh, we take a little a little intermission, and then same band comes back, but with a different singer, me this time. And, uh, and we follow that with the music of Boston. And uh, the, the great thing about that is there isn't a song that, that you know, the fans aren't going to know. Because you got two fantastic bands from back in the day. And, uh, the, you know, and all of their hits, or at least most of them, whatever we can fit into the time slot. And that's, uh, that's a pretty special thing because, uh, you know, when you put the music of Boston and the music of Journey together, um, it's, it's, it's a win-win all the way around. It's, yeah. it's just an amazing Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's very special, and it's, it's quite unique. And I think it's going to be a, a, a fantastic evening, um, and tickets are on sale for that. Now, you've been Boston singer since 2007, and you've performed at the Rosemont Theater uh, before the night uh, Boston played The Drive's birthday show. Uh, I was oh, I was asking uh, around the, the station, and we seem to have come to a consensus, uh, consensus that it was 2015 that you played our birthday show. And it was a magical night. Uh, I really enjoyed the performance. I'd never seen Boston perform. Tom Scholes, he struck me as I was watching him perform, walking from piece of equipment to piece of equipment, like a guy just walking across his kitchen to pour himself another cup of coffee. I mean, (laughs) it, it was, it was, can you reveal anything about Tom Scholes, the guy behind all the Boston songs, the mastermind, the genius who seems to enjoy, this is my perception, he seems to enjoy being holed up in his basement laboratory of sound. You know, I will tell you that, that Tom is, is exactly what you, uh, what, you, what you see. He is, uh, um, the first thing is, he's not only just a, a, a great musician, but he really is a, a great teacher as well. Um, you know, he's, he's very patient. We've had, uh, I mean, gosh, I, you know, I had to learn a lot of keyboard parts that I never, you know, that I never had to play before. And, uh, gosh, he sent me videos of himself playing it so I could actually learn those parts. But, you know, as far as the equipment goes, uh, he, uh, of course, he feels at home with it because he built it. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, 
you can't tell him any. You know, he can he'll tell you everything about the equipment you want to know because he built it. Yeah, and um, and that's pretty pretty unique in itself. Uh, but you know, one thing about Tom is he's uh, uh, he, the, the guy can shoot some basketball. Man, he is a really good basketball player. And um, one time, I kid you not, true story. We're at a venue. I believe we're in Pittsburgh. Behind the venue where the dressing room was, where they had a basketball hoop set up. And Tom was in his dressing room, and he was uh, uh, warming up for the show. And I knew that he played basketball. So I grabbed a basketball, and I walked over to his dressing room, and I just said, hey, Tom. And he looks out, and he sees the basketball. I said, I'm just saying, if you want to come out and shoot, you can come out. we got a basketball out here. And I'll never forget him walking out to the court with his Les Paul on, and he laid his Les Paul down on the grass, grabbed the ball, and he must have knocked down like five or six three-pointers, like right in a row. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> well, he's kind of built like a, a hoops player. That's a great story. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Tom, Tom's a really good guy. Very, I'm very thankful for the opportunity he's given me. December 18th is a Saturday night. Uh, ticket prices for your show, along with uh, Rudy Cardenas and all the Bostons, or the Boston and the Journey songs you guys are going to put on. Ticket prices are not going to blow the budget. Uh, the Drive presents Tommy DiCarlo of Boston and Rudy Cardenas, uh, American Idol, and the music of Journey. It's a Christmas week sing-along. We can call it that, right? It's a sing-along. Everybody's going to yeah. yeah, it's going to be at the Rosemont <laughs> Theater. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you, Tommy DiCarlo, the singer of Boston, and we're uh, hoping for uh, a lot of people to come on out and enjoy an evening of uh, great music, songs that you know that you grew up with that you can turn your kids on to. Tommy DiCarlo, pleasure talking to you. It really was. Same here, Steve. Thanks for having us, and we're definitely looking forward to the Rosemont.